Joining me right now, live and direct, well, not so live, this is recorded, pre-recorded for those that are wondering, but yes, joining me right now is Mr. Bob Levy. How are you, sir? It's good to be here, Michael. How are you, sir? I'm, well, you know, I, I would be lying if I said I'm doing good. I'm actually not good. I'm actually in a very bad mood. I'm furious right, right now. Um, you know, I do voiceover work, that sort of jazz, lots of freelance work, and mm-hmm. there's a client who owes me money right now, and it's been a while, and... You know, I'm ready to strangle someone. Oh, that's uh, that's the worst one. That's why, like, you know, you get people that they come in. Like, you don't want to, especially the first time you work for them, you don't want to say, I want the money first. Because, yeah. because, but you don't want the headache later like this. And exactly. It makes you like, it's like, I don't want to fly out there and drive out there to kill somebody over something ridiculous. But it's the point. The point is what gets you mad. Exactly. You know, it's the it's, principle. Yeah. It's bad business, and yeah. uh, and this business is all about bad business. It oh seems. God, yeah, it, you know, and that's what gets to you. And it's like, you know, I have a guy who hit me up to come out to like Orlando or something like that. Yeah, and some people seen that I was going to work for him, then the club closed, but then he's got another one. And somebody said, "Well, be careful, be careful." Well, somebody says, "Be careful." That's not a good thing. And I, I'm like trying to think, what do I say to him? I want half the money up front and then half the rest of it before the show. Like then I yeah. feel like a dick if, if I'm wrong, you know what I mean? Oh, I get you. And I, I knew you would sort of understand and relate to what I was telling you right there. I'm sure you've gone through all these things as well. Someone says this and then they do another thing. It's a headache. And of course you've been in the business for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You have been screwed. I'm sure plenty of times doing stand up gigs. Not not plenty of times, only a, a few couple, times. But then they, uh, I remember one guy. It was like it was like a porn event they sent me to. Oh shit! He wanted me to go, and then the check bounces. Oh god! And then he's like this and this and this. How I'm gonna do it? And then I I I lost it on him, and I just uh, and then he was like crying. Let's just say he was basically crying back to me, and I said, you know what? I'm going to let you get away with this one. And just remember that, that when, you know what I mean? That nothing is going to happen to you and you got lucky. Don't do this to anyone else. Well, I'm glad you put the fear in God in him. Well, you have to, what are you supposed to do? Somebody's disrespecting you that they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you don't have the money, don't, don't do it. You know, don't waste people's time. And uh, a lot of people that are in business, you know, they look for the win all the time. You know what I mean? Like maybe he had to pay more money out and then he ran out. I should have cashed a check earlier, but yeah. you know, but it's not my fault. And it, somebody would have got beat and it was just very upsetting. But when you can break somebody mentally, it's worth a few thousand dollars. I agree. And what was, was this early on in your career or was it no, much was, later? I was in, I was in, uh, 
I think I was in Albany, New York doing radio then. So I just got on a plane, went to Chicago and whatever. But you know what I mean? It ha- it happened. It only happened twice in the whole time. And it, it ended bad for them, basically, mentally. And, and, you know, sometimes it gets bad because what are you supposed to do? You know, you don't want to be known as the guy that can, you can get you can fuck over, you know? Yeah, you don't want that sort of reputation at all. <laughs> So you have to stand yeah. up for yourself in, in this sort of business um, whenever you can. And for yeah. those that don't know, this is the Reverend Bob Levy. Yes. Um, I don't know. If, well, I'm sure those who will listen, they, they know very well who you are. But I'm sure I do have some listeners who have no idea who you are, Bob. So let's do that whole introduction sort of jazz here. Of course, the Reverend Bob Levy, a nickname given to you um, very early on by Jackie Martling, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that was after after my second time on stage, and I was dirty, and they it just wasn't like working, and I had nothing else. You know what I mean? Like now you can after a little while you can go, okay, they're not going for this. I'll go with this. I didn't have this. I only had that, <laughs> and uh, and by the time I finished, it was just like woo. And Jackie went up and go, hey, how about a hand for the reverend? And it got a laugh. He knew how to break the audience out of what they just seen and but you know the first time went great the second time didn't thank god it was to it went in that order right and of course for those that don't know you are a former writer for the howard stern show well i was more on it and that I, I i sent in some bits and that uh but i was on like for eight years had my own show miserable men i hosted the roast on the show it was a, it was a fun time until it wasn't you know it was, oh yeah it, it it was insane. It was, it was like, 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 imagine, like, even when we were on K Rock, the stuff that was able to get on the air then at the end, it was like, it, it, it people would flip out these days, but I'm not looking for that audience, the people that flip out. You know, there's enough. You can go see whatever you want. I like to do what I, what I want to do, what I, what I think the people to come and see me uh, want. And uh, I'm not going to change for, I'm not going to change with the world. I'm going to uh, just, you know, in kill. You kill out there, you can do anything. Yes. If you're on stage and you're killing, you can say anything as long as you have to be funny. That's the key. And that's what a lot of people miss. You know, they're like, some comedians are like, oh, I'm too edgy. You're not too edgy. You're not funny. There's a difference. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we have lots of that going around in today's comedy world. I know a lot of people are kind of afraid to sort of, you know, mention names and sort of bring up uh, com- like mainstream comics that you would see on television. Most of them, I think, are trash. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know if you feel the same way, but, uh, you know, I'm not really into lots of uh, lots of the popular comics you see on television right now. I, I don't think they're funny. I don't think I've ever laughed at any of them. Maybe I laughed at them, but not what they say. It's safe. It's safe, and uh, it's it tampers to what this country has become. Come and uh, it's embarrassing. It's not uh, uh, some of the best comedians. You don't even like. You never even heard of. Yeah, yeah, you won't. You won't even know who they are because uh, they'll never have an opportunity. It's you know you know it is. Sure, you're you're in the voice thing. You know it's it's like if you have an agent and he has somebody that they want real bad right like somebody really good but they'll be like yeah but you have to take this guy too yeah and that's what happens and uh 
that's the business. You know what I mean? If you can, if you can make a living doing what you love, it's the greatest business in the world. If you can, if you want to, you know, uh, you have to learn how to put up with a lot of idiots and people that don't really know what they're doing. Like to be a booker, all you have to do is find a place and go, okay, I'm booking a show. So you don't have to, almost like being a comedian, you can get a picture on stage and everybody on Facebook has, you know, and, and it says you're a comedian in a thing. Like you don't get to be hired. You know what I mean? Right. As a, you know, when do you come, you know, you become a comedian when you're working at it and you like, and, and you're making good money at it and not, not making chump change and ruining it for everyone else because they can hire. Uh, it's all about making money uh, for bookers. So they don't like if, if, if a show isn't selling as much as it, they thought it was, they'd rather, they just cancel the show. They don't know what a loss is. You know what I mean? I hear you. You, you have to, in any business, you have to take, take the good and the bad and, too many people don't do that, and it, it just ruins it. And it I, does. I hear people complain about that a lot. Yeah, so sometimes, you know, you have to eat a bunch of shit like I've been doing. And it's yeah, a headache. Well, it really is. That's what it is. It is a headache. But, like, you know, you just got to keep going, you know, keep just hitting them up. Hey, what about now? And he's like, well, I, I'm, I'm having dinner. I don't give a fuck if you're having dinner right now. Yeah. You know, like, it. I'm going to bother you. I am going to make you look out your fucking window. I'm going to make you worry when you get in the car. You know what I mean? Because I go, I have your address. I go, I go, you, you just don't know anything about life. You know, you, you, your address is on your check or whatever. You, when the envelope you sent, you know what I mean? Come on. That's right. And People going back to, uh, yeah, going back to miserable men for a mm -hmm. bit here. Or um, actually, let, let's backtrack even further. What okay. exactly even got you into comedy to begin with? I just, uh, I, I used to be in the bar in Staten Island that I, we hung out in. We were crazy, you know. Sure. And, and we basically, uh, if somebody, if people came in that we didn't know, I, my job was to make fun of them until they wanted to fight us. Whoa. And, and that's why. And then also my friend said to me, you're pretty funny. You know. So you were you like should, an instigator, in other words. Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. And my friend said, you know, you, you're funny in that. He, and we used to listen to Stern. He goes, Jackie has an open mic. He does. He hosts an open mic at Rascals and West Orange. You should try it. So I just put together like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it worked really good the first time. And then, you know, second time was really bad, but then I stayed there for two years. And, and then after two years, I started headlining and it was like, I didn't know anything about the business. I didn't know nothing. I, I didn't know how you got work. Yeah. Who, I, if an agent booked one guy at a show and then another agent booked the second one and the third, but it was all the same thing. I had no idea. And, but you know, it's a great business. And I'm like, the people say, who's your favorite comedian? I was like, I never really watched anybody. I mean, I know everything about it, but like, I'm not going to sit down and watch uh, something. Like if I'm working with somebody I want to see or something like, you know, like Otto and George was probably one of my favorites to see. It, uh, Otto passed away a few years back, but he was, he had a puppet. He was filthy. He was just uh, comedians loved to watch him and his audience that loved him, loved him. But like, 
I, 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 uh, he was making fun of a Spanish guy once, and I think the guy stabbed, <laughs> tried to stab his puppet. Whoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty funny. It is. It's and it's real, and it's like people get so upset at the puppet, not Otto. Not him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, and the funny thing was, Otto was not the puppet. He was the guy, and George was the the puppet. So, you, like at the beginning, people are going. Yeah, uh, is that George is with the the puppet art? And I go, no, it's, it's the other way around. Yeah, that's a great act, by the way. Uh, he, he was insane. You watch, he was filthy, and you watch, go online and watch Otto and George on Letterman. It was uh, Ventriloquist Week. Okay, he went up there and did TV material. You understand, like without right, right. getting bleeped or anything, and he killed. He went after Dave. He went after Paul. He went in. It's it's the most classic That's the right way. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just amazing. That's what you got to do in every interview. Sort of uh, throw a few shots in there whenever you can. It's um, it's uh, amusing for the audience. You know, they're listening to this and they're like, did this guy actually uh, take a shot at the, the host there? Which is fucking hilarious to me. Well, it, it's hilarious because nobody has the balls to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, like most of the comedians, you know, we're in a business. They're, they're all pussies. You know yeah, I mean? they are. They're, they're <laughs> yes, they are. They're all pussies. And and uh, all they do is fucking you know they're they're like little girls you know what I mean oh, you were wonderful and then they'll fucking talk behind someone's back you know it's like there, there's a lot of good comedians that are good people but a lot of them are bitches and it, I I like to work with a lot of my friends because it's just it's more fun for me you it's know? fun but do, do you think that comedy is way too clickish? Of course it is. It's, you know, it's but, too much, don't you think? Yeah, but I, I mean, I like to, uh, I, like, I'm starting to do stuff totally on my own soon. Like, uh, I'm getting groups, I'm putting together the shows, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm forewalling it, you know, and because I know who's funny, and I, yeah, I can do it now, and I want to do that. I want to, I want to show people like this show is like it's different. You have different acts on it, but they're all great in a different way and it makes it a it makes it a perfect show for everyone that's in the audience they might say i like this person better i like that person better but it's okay because we're all friends you know sure definitely and by the way do you still talk to jackie at all uh not really you know what i mean uh I, I, I talk to Shula, like, we still do Miserable Men, like, we, we do it on Patreon now, if you go search uh, the Miserable Men show, we're having a ball, you know, like, yeah, Brent Hadley's on it, yeah, uh, Mike Morse is still there, Mark Burns, uh, we've had Al Rosenberg as a guest. What about Florentine? Uh, we haven't had him on as a guest yet, uh, we, we had him on, he was on Shuley's show, we both did it, and, uh. But we'll bring him on. We don't really have, we haven't had any guests, but like Al Rosenberg, you know what I mean? So sure. We, we, we have like five people. So it's like, you know, you don't need a guest, but we do like having people on to talk about the old times. Will you have a Tim Sabian on? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't do the booking for the show like that. Like I, so it's up to like Shuley, uh or, or whatever. I don't, I don't, what's good about it now. I just show up. I don't. I don't have to deal with uh, putting together the show and saying, "Here, this is what we're going to do." Like we did 
more in a studio like that i'd have a whole list of stuff and now like mike kind of puts it together yeah and they go over like i don't have to i you know we we all have a text thing but i mean you're I not really yeah, to go you're not involved go, in that no I'm, I'm more into like i'll say you know all they gotta say is any you do anything this week and i go and they go all right save it for the show nice. because Okay. Every, the, the, you will never be out of it's about us you know what I mean yeah. it's not about you know we do a few like you know stupid things that we see on the internet or videos and we just la- and just bust on it but it's just bust some balls it's fucking six people attacking each other the whole time and you know the good thing is is that you know with the main players that we're all we're not going to be upset we're not we're not going to, you know, you're going to get it back, you know, and it's okay to get it back because that's what makes makes it funny. No, I agree with you. And um, the reason why I brought up Tim Sabian is because I know, you know, he's kind of a, someone you probably didn't really like too much during what, during the time, you know, when Miserable Men first started. No, I did at the beginning. I, I, I truly, I knew him from Kid Chris days in Philly when Kid Chris came to Philly. Uh, I was on with Kid Chris, so I was always uh, I, I I loved him for a long time. At the end, not so much. Well, that's kind of where I stand with him now. You know, I did reach wow. out to him. Yeah, you know, I did reach out to him, and uh, we did communicate. And you know, I thought he was going to be on the show. I thought he mm-hmm. would maybe even help me on, you know, joining his sort of uh, media thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and- I don't even know what he's doing, but. Well, let's just say he sort of big time me all of a sudden. And I thought, well, fuck mm-hmm. you then, I thought. Yeah. You see, I just got like, uh, you know, I, I'm one to fight back. And and basically, you know, they created something that ended up getting really big and crazy. And uh, I would like to just know why. You know what I mean? Why you be a bitch. You know what I mean? That's, what, you that's what I'm it. wondering. You, you don't you know it, these people don't will not do it to your face at all and yeah he said call it, me he said call me back and that's that's when i realized oh you're gonna pull this shit on me it happens it happens Ugh, and gross. Look, this is what happens it is gross it's fucking gross but you know what i mean what are you gonna do you can't fucking you, you can't fucking kill everybody yeah you can't. but at it's least illegal. say at least say no i'm not gonna do your show at least have the courtesy to say that don't tell me hey just call me back and we'll talk and it's like come on it happens yeah it happens, it's just, uh, it happens yeah. too much it sucks but you know what i mean that's how people are you know and you know i you know it's like you you want to hear answers to i i do think some people uh have to be to have to answer for themselves and but it's been so long that I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, anymore. it's been a while. This is more recent for me, so that's why I'm kind of like you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. If this was like a year later, oh my god, I'm surprised I didn't just go. Well, I got I got into so much trouble anyway, but I couldn't even go near the building. That's right. Uh, you were you were banned from the Howard Stern show. From the building. Yeah. yeah. What what exactly happened for those that I kind of know why, but <laughs> for those that don't know, what what exactly happened? Um, if you don't well, mind me asking. Well, basically, it was like I just had it. It was the same shit over and over. Like it was a bit like you know complaining about the plugs, and I was whatever. You know, I made the deal. Uh, you know, that was the deal I made. Yeah. And it just got to be the same. I'm like, come on, you're better than this. We can move on. I can, 
I can make believe I can't say words or whatever. You know, I can do something different than that. I even wanted to move from that. You know, some words will get me, but not, you know, they're not going to keep getting me, but uh, maybe a few. But the, but the whole thing is, is that when it starts, when I say, all right, I'm gone. Okay. If you're going to, whatever, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I want to. I wanted to go on Opie and Anthony. I needed, I wanted to change. It yeah. just was time to go. It wasn't fun anymore. It was changing. And they, you know, and I got to talk with your family. You're part of the show, oh, but boy. you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, in there every day, but we're family. And I go, look, I went out. And then, then I got the call basically saying, uh, Tim had Jared call me and my friend was here. We were taping a podcast and, and he goes, well, uh, you're, you're banned from the building because you attack security. And I'm like, I never, you know, I go, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> yeah. I never have. I was friends with this guy. I'm friends with everybody, you know? Uh, and, and then the next day he calls back and I said, now, what's going on with it? I didn't text. He goes, I never said that. And I was like, are you fucking it? So what? Everything is oh, fine now. I'm allowed in the building. And as they came to a point where we'll call you back tomorrow back tomorrow i'm not allowed in because i attack security again and then i just lost it i went on my podcast and i basically uh threatened to kill howard oh wife. my god yeah and uh and then the, <laughs> that's uh, funny i you know i kind of thought maybe he would hit somebody else up and they'd go hit me up and say what's going on bob you know what i mean yeah what happened? have a bad relationship at all but it was just like trying to get his attention but there's a guy that was on fucking uh, six milligrams of Xanax a day at the time or more. I, I wasn't easy to deal with. Uh, when anger comes in, anger jumps really high. And then uh, one night, the NYPD Blues showed up at my house oh, with my shit. cops. And yeah, they wanted to talk to me. About Howard? And, yeah, about, you know, they're like, I go, I, I they, they were like, you know, he's not he's scared. He's like, he doesn't know what's going on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, if I wanted him dead, he'd be dead. And they go, you can't say that. <laughs> you That's know? funny. You can't. But, you know, I'm just trying to explain it. And by the end, this went on for about 20, 30 minutes. And they gave me their cards. And I go, so what's happening now? And they go, well, if you don't hear from us, that's a good thing. And I never heard from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was... Uh, you know, it was a weird thing. I mean, at that moment, you know, I would had to be right. I am. I am going to be the. I'm going to. You're going to come at me. I'm going bigger, and uh, and that doesn't work in life. You know what I mean? You're right. And and truthfully, it really doesn't. It, you know, just to prove that you're right, sometimes it doesn't work that way. It, it, you know, it's going to it's going to end badly be, because of the fact that. You know, you, you can't really keep fighting to prove you're right. Sometimes you got to go, okay. Yeah, you got to okay. let it go so sometimes. We, but, you, but you can't, it's hard when you're trying to do something else and you're taking that away from you. So I'm not allowed in the building to this day. Anthony Kumi is not allowed in the building to this day. I think they have me and his picture, somebody said, downstairs. Now, that's interesting uh, if that's true. If both of you yeah. are up there side by side with the signs. No, it's not on the in. wall. It's on, somebody was working security and told us 
that it's in like a, a, like a, a list. file of, okay. uh, or a box, yeah. you know what I mean, of people. It's uh, It would be funny, like, you that know, would be a great. Wanted, a wanted poster <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. But no, it, it wasn't like that, you know what I mean? But it's like, I, I would like to, I you see, I'm friends with Jim Norton, and he's like, I'd love to have him on the show, but, you know, I, I, go, I can call in. He goes, I don't even know if that could happen, you know? Wow. And, uh, and I would love to just see if I get in there with my ID. At this point, not even go to a, sh- but I'd have to say why I'm there, but then I'd get somebody in trouble, so I wouldn't do it. But Man, I would so, love to see. So they really stifled you from um, oh, interacting dude. with other shows on the network. And, uh, anywhere up there, even if it was their competition of what, what you know, that, that was competition. Goddamn. Uh, whatever, but it, no, it couldn't, it wasn't going to happen. And that's just the way it is. Uh, and, it, you know, it's sad. It, it's sad, but, you know, I, I think a lot of us went too far. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of times people don't come up to you and say, hey, Bob, you have a problem. You know what I mean? You, you, you're, you know, you're taking too many of these pills, but they, they don't do that until it's over. And until it's over, like, yeah. Well, you're fucked up. You're well, you know, it could have been nice if you told me. Because <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought I was uh, good feeling, you know. I had no idea. A doctor gave it to me. I have no idea, you know? So you were at one time, like, deep into the Xanax addiction. Yeah, six milligrams a day prescribed. That's the little footballs going on. Yeah, the little bars. Three bars a day. Well, you yeah. don't want to snort those, by the way. Well, I probably tried. I probably did a little bit. Uh, I did in high school. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, I did when I was fucking 40, whatever, too, 44. But, yeah, I mean, whatever it was, like, it's like... I had to go to rehab to get off of them because it's the hardest thing to get off of. It, it's it's worse than heroin or anything like that. And you have to be on a certain medicine that you can only get in prison or in rehab. Like yeah. your doctor can't give you the medicine so you don't stroke out. And it's for even alcoholics get it when, so they don't die when they stop drinking and have a really bad problem drinking. And if they stop, they could die. That's the medicine they give you. It's the same kind. That's pretty heavy hand. Um, obviously no, today I'm, you're not you're not taking Xanax anymore. But what what about no. boozing? Are, are you still drinking at all? Uh, yeah, I didn't drink for ten years because of the fact that uh, I went there to the, when I went to the doctor. I was like, I stopped drinking. Feel a little nervous, uh, you know. And he was a fan, and he's like, Here, just take these. Oh this shit, will calm you down. That's how it happened. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Well, people didn't know that was a that back then that was a drug that was fixing the world and it does fix you at the beginning okay because you get this feeling it's very calm very nice because you're a little buzz and but it your your mood there's no middle ground anymore now you're either very happy or if somebody pisses you off you're very mad and it changes you and, and uh like a lot of people didn't know that and totally got fucked up and it fucked up their lives but like nowadays they're still i was talking to a guy last night who just i mean he's on six milligrams a day and he stopped in january and i said dude whatever insurance you have call every fucking uh uh, rehab place that's three hours around you have to be in front of a doctor and to get you you know what I mean? To give you the medicine to not have you stroke out or die. Whoa. Like, oh, you're going to feel like you're going to die. I, I said, meditate, you know, 
learn how to breathe, breathe the right way. You're not going to breathe. You're going to panic. I said, your mind is very powerful. You know what I mean? You're going to feel like you're going to die. You're probably not going to die. You know, I couldn't even move a finger one time. I thought I was going to fucking my heart was going to explode. Damn. I get to I get to the hospital. They go, oh, everything's fine on you. Then I felt better. Yeah. It's such a mind fucking thing. And the mind is the most powerful thing. It is more yeah. than anything. And if you want to get clean, I mean, you can get clean and you don't. I mean, I look at things different way. I I, I, I can have a drink now. I can have I can have two drinks. But I don't drink to get drunk. Get all fucked to, up, yeah. Yeah, to socialize, to uh, to loosen you to up. Live. Yeah, yeah, just to have you know to be normal. I mean, I'm like I'm in charge of this. The alcohol's not in charge of me. And I learned that instead of taking pain pills after I was in a car accident, I I, I took them for like neck surgery, but a few days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I stopped, but then I I learned about the greatness of marijuana yeah. to make me, to make me, you know, I, I, I love the edibles. Um, I, I take basically every day, uh, you know, and it's good for pain. It's good for your mind. It, it, it just works. It's like, if you're going to, if you want to feel good and learn, yeah. And you'll, you'll feel good about not like, like say somebody says something stupid Usually I'd be like, well, you're a fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is like, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's a different, it, it, it makes you think. Makes you think a little bit more. Talk. Yeah. Yes. And, and it, I, 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 like I said, there'd be no crime. There'd be no, if everybody got high, nobody would want to. And, know, and Bob, were, were you not, were you not lighting up though back in the day or you're just rocking the Zannies and, and the booze? So the pot coke. wasn't, and the Coke. So pot wasn't really in the equation for you. Nothing. Julie would tell me about it, and I would just laugh. You'd be like, I "Fuck that!" When I was younger, I sold it when I was younger, and I was like, "I, I just don't like it. It, it, it makes me paranoid." And then I'd be doing coke, and but then oh, I sure. drank, and then it was like, you know, like I, but it was out of control. But it's like it's easy to walk away from stuff. You know, you just got to be ready to do it. Well, Bob, well, um, with you saying that, I think it's safe to do this. Light one up. I do. I that got, was for you. Took, yeah, that was for you, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I took a little bit of a uh, what would you call these things? They're not they're not uh, brownies. I kind of got sick. It's like a corn muffin, like, and this one's like a muffin. This one's more of a muffin, a longer one. Nice. But okay. It, it just works, and uh, it, it, it's so much. It, uh, your creativity is so much <laughs> more better when you're writing and everything. And, it's good for you. It's good for the soul. I'm glad you did mm -hmm. not get involved with uh, like GHB. No, all the, the, the everyone tries to say this will do it. This, you know what I mean? It's like it's like this is the safest thing. And I've heard people talk about it because, like, a lot of times, like. Even very recently, you know, since I, you know, even when I went to rehab, right? Yeah. So now if I want pain pills, if I needed pain pills, which I do sometimes, there's no way I'm getting them. There's no way they're giving it to me because they'll lose their license. It's not like it was where they would just sign scripts and that it's very hard. There's people that are in a lot of pain that can't get it that really need. Probably it, should be I mean? on it. Yeah. Yeah, but they are denied. And and what about um what about acid? Are you not dropping acid at all in, in your your older years now? 
No, see, that's too much for me. You know, I mean, uh, acid's not I, so bad, though. I, I, I love acid. No, I've done it. You know, when I was eighteen, and that all the time, like mescaline, it was then, uh, and we used to do every every weekend because uh, you felt great and uh, you you didn't have to sleep and you can drink beers all night and not get fucked up. You know, it was amazing. Yeah, acid is. Um, you know, I only tried acid for the first time last Halloween, mm-hmm. and it was fucking awesome. Much better than shrooms, by the way. Yeah. It's much I cleaner. Mean, much cleaner. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. People say that the, the other stuff is better than acid. Uh, you know, you hear both things, but, like, it's like, I'm okay what, what I'm on now. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, pot's like enough. Flavor's good. Yeah, and having a drink here and there, that that's fine. I, I don't want to be... I don't want to be... You don't want to go too far. And be drunk i don't want to be over the limit yeah, you know what you. i mean it's just not it, it it's like you, you you know you gotta grow up it's like i've i've done everything you've done everything under the sun right every everything not every drug but i've done like fucking you know banging strippers doing it i mean i fucking we live like rock stars you live life yeah in other words Mm-hmm, basically. I Love mean, that's that. what I'm telling you is all out there. You should be banging strippers, you know? You really <laughs> should. I mean, you, you got you got to live. You got to enjoy your life. You know, no matter what you do, you got to enjoy your life. And That's true. And, I, and I've always done that. And it's like when, you, when it's time to get normal, it's okay. It, it's not like it's not the end of the world. You can always talk about what you used to do. <laughs> That's true. And by the way, I, I had looked at your Wikipedia a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it said you were a former pro wrestler. Well, yeah, I took that. Uh, it was funny. I was like 34 at the time, and uh, I, uh, me, I got hired to do uh, Vince McMahon's son's bachelor party on a ship, uh, Shane McMahon, and... Me and Norton went, Jim Norton went, and they just really liked the way I talked and I was able to impersonate, you know, I just, I knew everything about wrestling. And they're like, we can use a guy like, you know, Pat Patterson, who was rubbing my leg too when he was doing it. Holy shit, he was probably going to go down on you. He might have, you know, he was on the boat. It would have been like the Titanic going down. Well, you know, that's his, uh, that's his whole MO, you know, he's very friendly. It's it's his whole (laughs) (laughs) H-O-M-O. Yeah, good one. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, look, you know, he's a nice guy. He that, swings but, that you know, Yeah, but like, you know, and then they go, you know, you know, we can use somebody like you on the mic or something. Maybe you should have training. And my neighbor was, uh, he was, he had a, he had a wrestling school, uh, the Monster Factory, Larry Sharp had it. And he's like, just come and train, you know, hang out. And I did, and I did some matches. It was just fun, but it does hurt, dude. Of course, it, it, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, I've played every sport, and this this sport, or whatever you want to call it, hurts the most. Yeah, I can no believe doubt. that, yeah. I didn't know yeah. you were an old school fan of uh, wrestling. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved it, man. I fucking, uh, you know, when we moved to Staten Island, we, you know, we bought, my father bought like a father-daughter house. It's like, you know, it was one big house, and then there was a whole downstairs where you went in another thing, and then my grandparents lived there. And I used to go down every Saturday night as a kid and watch uh, wrestling from midnight to one with him, like Mills nice. Mascaris and all that, and it just superstar Billy Graham. And it was like it, it was like so funny to watch. It was, 
because my grandfather would lose his mind and they go, well, we'll be back next week. And they would never end the matches. They would continue to, you know what I mean? Like till next week. So you didn't know who won the last. And he's like, God damn it. And he starts smashing the cane <laughs> on the ground. But nice. it was, it, it was, it was, it was, it was like, you, you know, you, people didn't know. You kind of knew it was fake, but you didn't want to believe it. But you, you get hooked on it. Yeah, you do. Well, I'm still glad that, um, you know, you didn't succumb to the the wealth and the power of one uh, Pat Patterson, you know, a man of his stature. Well, Vince was there and I was talking to him, but I was like fucking I got drunk, you know, and fucking I'm like, I'm like the guy that hosts the show. Like, I forget his name. I think it was a radio guy in New York that was the announcer. I go, he sucks. He's bullshit. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't go for an interview like that. You see, like, things like that, people. Take advice. I've, I've done every stupid thing. I've done a lot of good things, but I've done some stupid shit. That's not how you go for a job. <laughs> no, not at all. Not yeah. at all. But again, again, I'm just glad you didn't sleep with Pat Patterson. No, me too. Thank I God. Mean, uh, I don't think I would have been able to sleep. No, I'm no kidding. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that Pat yeah, Patterson, but he, Lord. But you know, he was just being cool. Like he's just—he wasn't me. I, I, it. You know, I don't think he was making a pass at the time. But it was. Would just, you uh, let him blow you over the hmm. uh, handicapped uh, Victoria's Secret model, the Down syndrome woman? Oh, that one! Somebody put my face on that girl, and I was posted it, and they—I look like I posted on Twitter. I look like the lady on ozark the old lady <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i was just uh, when i see it i was just fucking dying because it was hilarious and you know that's what i love about fans they'll they'll, they'll do pictures like photoshop yeah. Le yeah levy land there's so many of them and you know that's exciting like we're, we're doing a uh we're doing a show uh thursday morning on compound media for a pilot you know nice, I mean? okay yeah, so I mean, like I'm always on there and that, and like Anthony Comey is probably one of the funniest people you'll ever want to be around. And like when you go on his show, it, it you know what I mean? Like he makes it so easy. He he makes everybody shine. Like I even told him today, I I, I just hit him up before, and I go, I go every I did, I learned something every day because like today's guest you had, he's a slow talker, not high energy, so you take it to his level and put out the great interview where if somebody's like this the host and the other guy's like yeah i understand what, you know what i mean you have to go with the flow of and then tomorrow uh, he'll have on uh, gavin mcginnis and it's a fucking madhouse it's like ah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, yeah, and he can do that too you gotta match the energy yeah you match the energy to the brilliance that you have and that's why he's so good and that's why, you know, for fucking $9 a month to show, you know, even two shows that you can listen to that I listen to all the time or three, Pat Dixon, too. And they're just amazing. And that's worth, you know, it's better than anything on TV or or, 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 or any other radio. I mean, every, nothing comes close to it today. That's much better than a lot of things out there, especially mm -hmm. today's, you know, watered yeah, down product. Yeah, I listen to more like Kevin Brennan. I listen to his, uh, you know, I go on his show a lot on Patreon. I mean, he's fucking brilliant. There's only a few people that I can say that are brilliant and that I want to work with. That's it. Yeah, Burning Bridges do. was a great show, by the way. 
Oh yeah, but his uh, Misery Loves Company is is great. Now we do comedy together. We're we're going to be working this weekend, and we call it uh, uh, what is it? The Magical Misery Tour. Nice, <laughs> because, you know, like that. Yeah, Miserable Man. Yeah, it mm-hmm. works. And you know, we're just starting. And I said, you know, when the fall hits, I'm going to have all these. I'm going to have uh, theaters and whatever, any kind of good. You know, I'm going to. I'm just going to do it for us, and it, it it's just going to be good. And going back to, mm-hmm. you know, going back to Anthony and, um, you know, the Opie and Anthony show during that time, were, were you when, you know, when you were involved with the Stern show, were you listening to O&A? Not really. Not really. Not really. Did you even know no. about that? I knew about it totally. And, uh, you oh, know, okay. I, I have made calls. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever been in the studio, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I knew I knew about it. I heard some stuff. Uh, I knew everybody basically on it uh, came in. It was more of a open forum for comics and ball busting, which is like I like that style too. And you know, but how is more was more of a show, I guess. It was like you know they kind of knew they would ask you, you know, what do you want? What do you got? What do you want to talk about? And you had like four or five things, and it basically went. But then you know when you're there a lot. Like I was, you were able to start shit behind scenes. Like anything that somebody slipped or did something, yeah. It, then it became part of the show, and it's great. And that's when it got explosive. Like fucking with each other, it got really explosive, and that and that, that was some of the best radio. Oh yeah. And was there anyone in the staff that you just despised? No. Oh. You liked everybody. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem. Nobody was like a douchebag to you, like especially no no one sort of, you know, pretty like shit at all. Not at all. No, the only one that uh, I had problems with later on was uh, Gary, but it was more of uh, just uh, decisions, you know what I mean? Nothing that, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it was just business. It was like, you're not supposed to fucking go, okay, whatever you say. You're not, you know, you gotta have, you go back and forth and go, well, this is what I think. Like if I, like I had to push Jason Ellis twice on the show before he got on, and he goes, "You come up with something that's a good idea, and we'll put him on." And I go, "He's brilliant. He's funny." And then I came up with an idea since he's uncircumcised, and so was Sal, a stockbroker. They would see how many uh, M and M's they can fit in their, <laughs> yes. in their in their thing. But the, the whole thing at the end, I go, then whoever loses, the other one opens it up and it goes into the other one's mouth and they have to eat it. And he's like, all right, we're not going that far with it. <laughs> but you know, you go like, you know, especially with kid Chris, we, we would do stuff like that. I did stuff with like that in Albany. That was brutal. I mean, pain, people love to hear people screaming. They do. And it was just fun. And we torture each other. And of course, you were there when uh, Crystal Clear was on that young that porn was, star. That was, you know, all those years back. I remember seeing that and just dying laughing at your reaction when you actually walked in there, and you know, you had mm-hmm. that big fucking grin on your face. And oh yeah, would we you knew what was happening? Would you would have uh, gone through with that? Would you would have banged it, banged that that young girl there? Uh, I don't know if I was married at the time. I don't think you so were. I, I probably would have been, uh, but I probably would have if uh, even being married back then, if uh, nobody knew about. It. <laughs> but the whole thing was is that we knew this was coming to be something amazing, and and you could feel it in the room. And Kid Chris was there. Yeah, he was Kid there. Chris with me, and right. he sat in, and uh, that reminded me right then, away of that that time. I'm like, shit, you were there 
when Crystal Clear and of course Kid Chris, that's back in like 2006, I believe. It could have been 2006, 2004, and that was like that's an episode that never went on again after that because uh, the boyfriend, I believe, threatened to kill everybody. Whoa, or something. You know, it was like it wasn't gonna. Ha- he was fucking living. He was it pissed. Then. Wow, I didn't know and, that. Yeah, no, he definitely. Uh, I don't. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure that never aired after that. You can find it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, and you watch it just grow. And then how we all turned on each other to get, you know, her reaction differently. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? That was gold. It was, it was unbelievable. Like in like some of the best moments were shit like that. And like when I remember Artie got me real good, real good one time. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to get him. I think I went on Stern Fan Network and said, I'm going to get him. All of a sudden, uh, how it goes, Artie, we got a girl here that only dates big guys. Yeah. And that started uh, a three-day war. That started the and fight, the big fight. The big fight. And uh, and uh, that's when uh, Artie called him a pelican. Yeah, the bro like, fight, know, rather. Yeah, the bro fight. That was the bro fight. And, Holy uh, shit, yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, but we were fucking, you know, after that, I do believe. Yeah, yeah that's when he went on the wrap-up show and did a whole speech how I sit and in my in the basement and go on the interwebs with his creepy uh coke stained Bad fingers coke. And he started, yeah 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 and, and and you know uh scaring girls on there and he does this whole thing <laughs> and he already. told me he goes way down here for a few minutes before you come into the wrap-up show i come in i didn't know idea and he goes we, we i drove, drove him home we listened to it and i go that is the most brilliant fight we laughed so fucking hard it was like you know what I mean? The hate is there, but the hate is not uh, something that stays when you have people like that. You understand when you, it, I hear it's you. real, it's real when you're out there. there was, I've never done it, uh, anything I've done. Yeah. But I've I, like anything, anything that was real was real. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. Yes. Like, of course. Uh, everyone remembers your battle with Danny Bonadushi. Yeah. That was kind of fake. That was, I was you know gonna say I that's mean? a little put up there. I would say. Yeah, it was, that was the only time I ever lied to Howard, and I felt I felt so bad because I thought I never thought that this motherfucker thought that you know what I mean that this shit was real to begin with. You know what I mean? Uh, any kind of like uh, you know whatever the celeb- uh, celebrity boxing. I mean, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I mean, I never thought Howard really thought it was real. And then he really, he really thought it was real. And yeah. he asked me, he goes, you swear? I said, I wouldn't swear my son. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, and he kept going. And he goes, would you swear on your wife? And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was like, this, this probably ain't going to last anyway. This is the third one, you know? But I, I really felt bad. I really felt bad of just fucking lying. And that, that like, you know what I mean? Because that's not what radio is about. That's not what, you know, entertainment really is about unless it's wrestling. Because it's a big, you know, that's wrestling. It's basically wrestling, what that was. And it's just bullshit. And, uh, like, I just thought, you know, that he wouldn't realize that, come on, this is like, you know. So he was it, basically worked, in other words. It was a work. Yeah. It was a work. He it got a work, work thinking it was a uh, legit. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a shoot. I mean? 
it, but I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It was just like such fucking bullshit. You know. Well, I hope you got like, paid for that. Well, I got paid. You know what I mean? It was like it, it's just not. It's just not. Uh, nobody's good. Nobody. Uh, anything like that is going to be a little shady. Okay, let's just say it like that. <laughs> yes. You know, it's just like it's unbelievable. When you get, when you get paid in a fucking paper crushed up bag. You know what I mean? Like, like, come on, a brown, a brown, uh, crushed up bag with cash in it. How many movies you fucking watch? I know. Lord. You know what I mean? Give me a fucking break. By the you way, know, if you look back at it, it's mm-hmm. just hilarious. It, well, it is pretty. It's gold, by the way. Uh, a lot of your appearances on the Howard Stern Show were gold, and you were there during the best time, I believe. And I'll, I'll go back to saying more of the, on that right now. But by the way, mm-hmm. um, that woman, um, Crystal Clear, her real mm-hmm. name is uh, Kristen Packett, by the way, and she was arrested. Oh, really? Yeah, back in like 2019 for trying to steal a trailer. Oh wow! Just in case you wondered, I thought I'd mention that to you. Oh, I'd, I'd love to hear that because I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna do Shuli's show. Uh, yeah, let her let him know, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up because that's that's like hilarious because like oh my god, that's a great show to do. Like, where are they now? Like, there some you of go. These great guests. I love it because like I mean, it was insane back then. It was insane. It was the greatest thing in the world. It was the top of the world of entertainment. I don't care when everybody would, you know, ninety percent people would agree that 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 was the goal of somebody to be on. You know, you could you go on a, the late night shows back then. Once Carson was gone, it was worth nothing anymore. That was the show to be on. Absolutely, and I just sent you a link to that on on your Twitter there, so you can uh, okay. see that article yourself later on and. Now you have uh, some material there for you. Um, but yes, crystal clear, a uh, classic uh, segment there with Bob Levy and everyone that you love so well. And of course, um, nowadays, though, the, the Howard Stern show, you, you can't even listen to it. Well, I do listen. I, I didn't listen for years. I'm, I'm like a bitter bitch, okay? I didn't listen. I didn't listen for years after then, you know, I would start taking my wife to uh, work in the morning in Philly, the hospital, and uh, and she she had it in the car, and uh, I would listen to it, and I would go, okay, it's different. It's different. I can't listen to it, to be honest. I, there's some segments that were okay, but it's it's gone so bad, in my opinion. It's it's a little it's a little too gay for me, to be honest. It is kind of gay. It's, it's kind of it's got really a little gay. gay. got a little too gay for me. But it, it was it, it, gay is always like Kid Chris always said. Gay is funny. It is we funny. Live by sure. that, but yeah, there there is a little bit of a line in the sand there, and I think Howard has sort of gone a little too open with it. I think he's a little, you know, he's gone a little too friendly with it. Well, yeah, like the, I guess the the new guy that does the voices or whatever, uh, he's gay, and like Howard's more interested in like gay sex than gay funny bits. You know what I mean? There's a difference there. It got to, it's like, okay, you know, it's like, you know, having, if a girl goes on there and talking about, you know, blowing seven guys, you know what I mean? Sure. Big fucking deal. It's not entertaining. You know, uh, certain things I didn't think, you know, the Sibian, I didn't think it was entertaining. Not really. No. Yeah. That, that was never something I liked or cared for. I, it's just whatever to me, but. Um, yeah. The show was great the way it was. And then, of course, you know, 
new people came in and Howard Stern TV kind of gone. Everything sort of changed yeah. after that. That was weird. You know, I mean, like with the Sibian thing, the one thing with that, the one day it was hilarious. We had a rapping granny on it and I was there. <laughs> oh shit. I think I was sitting next to Artie. I sat in a couple of weeks with him and, uh, it was just so funny to have a fucking old lady on there. That's what it's for. You know what I mean? Now you get this fucking, a girl that can't act in porn trying to act on that thing. It's worse than fucking me setting up something stupid. Now that would be funny though. If you wrote it. Oh yeah. But yeah. But I'm saying like the, the fucking the celebrity yeah. boxing bullshit thing. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like me going, Oh, this is real. I'm mad at him because, uh, yeah, well, that's why, you know, I, come on. Uh, I had, had no reason to be mad at to slap him. Come on. It's all acting. So you still, <laughs> you, right. So you still do listen to the current uh, show that Howard now, you know, puts out there. Yeah. Okay. I like to hear, I like to hear whatever. I mean, it, 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 it it's, it, it's good sometimes. Uh, a lot of times it's like, well, I look at it like now I go, this is the competition. You know what I mean? There uh-huh. was never, you would never say that years back. You know what I mean? Going, oh, this is, uh, this would be something easy to pass, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it wouldn't It wouldn't be competition if we were both starting, and a lot of people was just starting at the same time. You would say, nah, I'll pass on that. Now, recently, I just canceled my subscription to Sirius. Um, I kind of felt it was pointless. I mean, I do listen to, you know, I did listen to some of the music there, but you, know, you could mm-hmm. find that anywhere else. But, of course, I was listening to the Howard Stern show, enjoyed it, but, you know, the whole thing with... Uh, the, the nonstop with, with uh, these, with, with the music talk, you know, that was kind of annoying when he has like a band on and he sort of starts mm-hmm. saying, well, I should have been in a band. I should have done this. And then the whole, the whole parent thing, talking about his mom and dad all the time and imitating yeah, that. A lot of that. I mean, that shit that gets still. old and boring as fuck. Yeah. I didn't hear, I haven't heard it in so long, but I, I see it. Yeah. He's always doing that, you know, and, and he went, oh, yeah, he gave you a can of, of corn for lunch he's never cooking again and he's like yeah my father was smart which is right if you're gonna if you don't want to do something fuck it up which was it is a true point you know i yeah i mean it's a different show now uh would i i listen to four hours of it no did i listen every fucking day that i wake up every morning even when i wasn't on and listen to it because i'm always thinking research writing and going, oh, this, we can do this. And um, it was entertaining. It was the best thing. It was like you didn't want to miss it because you you damn well missed something fucking amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, during that time, it was a must-listen to. Now, nowadays, not so much. And you could catch a replay and listen to about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, while you're doing a yeah. chore. Just like a podcast. But, um, yeah, it's a different show nowadays if you have not listened uh, for those out there that are listening to this, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. different show. Um, you can you can find it pirated everywhere, so you don't really have a, you don't really have to pay for yeah. it anymore. You know, fuck it. Yeah, but like the whole thing is like I turned it on. And he's like, you know, they had Gary the retard calling, and he was called Gary the Conqueror. The Conqueror, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, he's not retarded anymore. And it's like it's like him trying to make believe he's somebody else now. And that's when you kind of, you know, you have enough money, just retire. You know what I mean? Why do you have to uh, really kind of 
you know, it's like a baseball player fading at the end. You know what I mean? They used to hit 295 every year, and then he's hitting 240, and and he still and they still have him for a reason. You know, maybe play the field good. You he's know? slowly turning to Don Imus, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's but you know, I, I guess he loves doing it. I, I, I he mean, probably kind of does. Yeah, I mean, he complains about the virus all the time. So if you don't oh, yeah. want to hear that shit, yeah, he talks about that nonstop. It's nonstop, and it's like, uh, it's like he's upset because he can't go out and do stuff. But you didn't do stuff before. Like he, I, I never, he was never somebody that was out all the time. I mean, and I'm not one either. Sure. And like, so the virus was like, oh, you can't go out. Okay, I'll stay home where I like it. I thought he was and vaccinated, then, though. I thought he was uh, safe. I thought he had, he was he, on the cure. But there's no such thing as that. You know, it's like when you when you start to believe the bullshit, you, you sound like a lunatic, you know. Uh, I mean, you, you just got to go by facts. If you take something... It's supposed to stop it, and it doesn't stop it. It's not a cure. That's right. And it doesn't, you know, they, here's another thing. If they say, uh, well, you would have got more sick in that stuff. No, you come, stop it. Uh, there's less people dying. You know why? Because all the ones that couldn't handle what this was when it came here died. They died, yeah. So, of course, less people are going to die because it got the people that had problems already. So, of course, the numbers, and they always went with percentages. Uh, the spike was, uh, you know, whatever, it's 70% more. But the numbers could be like a hospital. My wife works in a hospital. It was never where it was overrun. They're like, oh, my God, you know, what are we going to do with the, these people? And a lot of the people nowadays that are in there have their shots. Right. And by the way, are you vaccinated by any chance? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, my wife got it. She's a nurse. Uh, Gina, right? Yeah. They okay. basically said that you will be fired if you don't get it. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, so she ended up getting she it. She got it, yeah. My, my son had to get it because uh, he had uh, problems that he had, you know, he and he wanted me to get it. So I got one. You got one, and okay. I come home. And I said, to the, you know, I knew the guy and, and I said, I go, is this going to, you know, am I going to get really sick later? And he goes, if you are, it's, it's going to be, he goes, he goes, I wouldn't do anything after like eight o'clock. It was like five hours later. He goes, you'll start feeling it if you're really going to have a bad reaction. Later that night, I, it was, it probably felt like food poisoning plus 50. I all of a sudden, it just, I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I was sweating. I was cold. I was vomiting. Like, I, all, I, like, I, 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 I actually weighed myself because I knew something was happening. I think I lost seven pounds by the next day. Holy shit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it affected uh, you pretty badly there. Yeah. So, I was, like, totally uh, never felt like that. Even though I had COVID, uh, that was nothing. That was one night of... It was a couple hours of, oh, my God, I'm freezing. I need to get under a heated blanket. Uh, and then it kind of, you know, it kind of went, you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it was nothing. You wouldn't think anything else. If, you, if this wasn't around, you'd be like, if it wasn't COVID and you just got sick, you'd be like, oh, it was, uh, I, I felt like shit. 
and and, and I never got the second shot. You know, the I booster. Just, yeah. No, the second one. I was supposed to get two. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. I forgot about that. The, Moderna the or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it fucked me up. But it's like, you know what I mean? I got it. I stayed home. You know, I I, I thought it not to feel good. I stayed home. I don't want to get anyone else sick. But I'm not going to. There are people that have health issues from it. You know, sure, heart problems and that. And it's like, what do I want? Do I want heart problems or do I want to? Fucking fight a fucking flu. I'd rather fight a flu. Right. You're seeing lots of healthy people developing, you know, blood clots. And, mm-hmm. Well, not even ultra healthy. Like everyone is developing blood clots and blood heart clots issues and shit. So, a lot and, of people have it. And I've caught COVID three times already. Mm-hmm. And all I did I'm was, uh, you know, just um, took your average cold and flu medicine and smoked weed. And that was it. No, it's it, it's a simple thing, uh, uh, but you know it's like just stay home and get better. That's it. You know, it's like the good thing is I I, I said this to Anthony. I said we were talking about how Russia is going to. You know, we were just like you know Biden looked like an idiot. You know, sure. we're not gonna we uh, we don't want to fight Russia. Well, you don't say that because now they're gonna destroy this country. Uh, they're going to go over there and just fucking maul them because you have to be scared. You have to have a leader. Uh, and I don't care if it was Trump or if it was just anybody else. This guy's not. This guy belongs in a home. And it, it, it's a joke of what happened. This kind of, and prices are going to go up. They're going to skyrocket. Keep, yeah. Everything's going to skyrocket. And it's like he just it's like, why do you care? Uh, you let anybody can come into this country, but, but, but no, Russia, you got, you can't go into this country, but we can have, we can just let people just come in and, and basically we give them money. We give, give them everything. Them, we give them every fucking thing. I, I'm thinking of just going out and coming in with a fucking, name, <laughs> you know, like when, coming in with a different name. Yeah. Hey, Miguel Levy, Miguel Levy. Exactly. I mean, it's like, okay, people can come here, but you can't take care of them. You can't when you when you look at the homeless that I see every morning when I take my wife to work, that I I, I, I pick my favorite homeless person. <laughs> no and, shit. And and I take care of them. I, I give like almost every day like three bucks and, and a few cigarettes. That's pretty you know generous I mean? of you. No, I well, I don't want to give them too much because of the fact then you know what I mean, he'll be fucking diving in front of the car every time. But he, you know, and some days he doesn't get it. Sometimes I Sometimes I make the green light, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, tomorrow, like, you know, he's like looking at me and I'm like, eh, we do a little wave, you know? But it, 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 it's it's sad. A lot of vets are homeless. Vets, you know, you got to take care of people that, that fight for this country. I mean, I think they should have a card that gives them 20% off food shopping for everything. You understand? Like, it, it shouldn't be just fucking... Oh, you want to get a house? We have one thing that'll help you out. And then the guy from the fucking uh, uh, Gronk is going to make believe he's a vet to try to get the fucking uh, the discount on the commercials. A little prick, you know, but it's like they should be taken care of with other things. And I agree. That's, you know, it. it's sad to see, you know, when you talk to the people, they'll have the, you know what I mean? They'll know the, you know, what we end. The numbers say, you know, what, 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 they know they know exactly what, you know, what they are. 
and somebody that's fucking doing heroin is not going to be like, you know, like, yeah, I was in Nam. Well, where'd you go? Yeah, Queens. You know, they don't know. They don't have like, they don't know any of the, med- of the you know, the military information that a vet would know. I acquiesce. And uh, yes, I, I did see the, the response from our, our great leader, Joseph Biden, mm-hmm. uh, the most popular president on earth, by the way. At least that's what they're telling us, you know, more popular than Jesus Christ. But yes, I, I did see his response. People are saying it was pathetic, very pathetic. And I guess we are sending some military out there and people are saying, why, why the fuck are we doing this? But I mean, you know, it's all about the military industrial complex. You know, the ones that are really calling the shots, mm-hmm. they want to get involved. They want war. They want to make more money. Well, yeah, they want to make more money. And yeah. whenever anything's going bad in a country, a, a war is good. Uh, for some reason, and it's always been like that forever. But if you can run it good, you don't need to start a war. But absolutely, you know, and and the whole thing is is that uh, the good thing I said that might happen because of this. I told Anthony, I said, just watch. I have a feeling if stuff starts really going down, all of a sudden, COVID's going to go away. Totally. Watch. They're just going to open everything up and say. Oh, no, and now it's just like, you know, it's so low that because they have to give you something by fucking up. They're going to be like, oh, but look, you can you, you can go out now. But gas is going to go up another two dollars an hour. And you can't blame everything on that. You can open up the pipelines. You can start doing your own fucking thing. You can't rely. If you rely on other people in your life, your your life is going to suck. OK, and that's why you have to take care. Don't worry. You know what I mean? The, the fucking water is not going to flood us because of all this global warming. And, the, you know, right. what I mean, stop it. It's been around too long. The, it, the earth is like a fucking uh, it, it, it's like a kidney. You know what I mean? It knows how to do take it and go and fucking, you know, and do stuff for your body. You Unless know? you contract sepsis, though. Yeah, but that can happen, too. Yeah. That's what happened to my uncle, by the way. Now he's gone. Hey, I didn't mean that to happen. He's an alcoholic. No, I that just, happens. just reminded like, of that. Yeah, but like, you know, like stuff like that you do to yourself. You That's know right. what I mean? But like, what are you supposed to not live? What the fucking, what's the point of living? You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're not going to you live. Yeah. yeah, during the AIDS thing, you think I stopped banging fucking, <laughs> uh, porn stars Hell and no. shit? I, I, I can't. If, if I'm going to, maybe I'll get AIDS and sing like Freddie Mercury. I don't know, but uh, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not calming down because of this shit. I hear you. I mean, after Magic Johnson, you know, a lot of people wanted to contract HIV to have a career like him. Exactly. Everything I mean, started getting better once he had HIV. He got fat. He was the only guy that got fat <laughs> getting AIDS. You, you notice that? Yes. He got, he got, I got, I got AIDS. And look at him. He's a big, fat fucking guy. You know, like, keep eating. You gotta, you know, we gotta push this fucking drugs. By the you way, you're, you're absolutely correct, though, about COVID. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a six-month low. Uh, I'm starting to see COVID cases are very low, so you're you're absolutely correct on that. Um, it, yeah, you're right. People have to move on and uh, worry about something else now. That's what the news does. Well, that's what it is. And whatever's going to happen over there, we're going to fuck up w- with this leadership. You know, I, I won't even blame Biden because it's not him, but, you know, He's just a fucking... He's just a puppet. He's just uh, a slurring fucking old man. He's worse than me. And the- <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. You're he, good. You're not slurring. Uh, it's these new teeth. I can't get used to them. 
Don't worry. I got the, I got the Joe Namath teeth. The Joe Namath, nice. You get them right now. You can get these for nothing if you're insurance. You ever see that with those big fucking I've seen those. teeth? Those are I'm great. Like, it's it's unbelievable, but it's Joe Namath. Nobody said to him, Joe, these teeth are a little too fucking big for your mouth. You shouldn't be doing commercials for them. You actually reminded me of uh, Dykstra right now. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Love him, by the way. He's fantastic. I I, I want to get him. I you got to get, get that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to get him because I've asked him and he said, yeah. And then, like, I've heard horror stories, but then I just love him. I fucking He's love hilarious. him on Twitter. He is. I mean, I, I definitely got to have him on. You know, it's like I, I usually don't go. I, I go for just, like, comedians that I know or something like sure. that. Sure. Because, you know, but I know it'll be great, but I, de- I definitely got to have him on because he just doesn't care. It's fucking hilarious. And that's the best. You know, and, and, and truthfully, it's not like he's hurting anybody else. And he, I think he's got his shit together more now. You know, he's not probably he, he always posts that, you know, it's been how many days since he's been in jail or been arrested. And yeah. it's hilarious. Like if you're going to if you're going to be a, if you're going to get in trouble. Don't say, hey, I'm innocent. Just fucking make a joke of it. Say, you know, you, you can't. People try to make excuses and, and lie of why. He, he's hilarious. He's like, yeah, I haven't been arrested in three years or something. I fucking, I love it. Yeah, brutal honesty is always great. It'll put you over with anyone. Uh, people connect to you much faster when you're honest and uh, somewhat funny. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, if you, like you can tell, you can talk to somebody and you can tell if they're a phony because all you, the main thing is get them talking and then go, yeah, you'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. You just go, yeah. And then you don't say anything else and they have to continue talking. And then you go, really? And then they continue and you can tell if they're full of shit by just watching a, a bullshitter will never make eye contact with you when they're talking and just stare into their eyes and let them and you can see that, you know what I mean? Somebody that's honest will look into your eyes because you look into somebody's eyes when you're talking to them because you, you're trying to, you understand more with the eyes whether you, they understand what you're saying and stuff like that. It's true. Eye contact is very important and you could uh, read a man or a woman very easily when you are watching her conversate with you as long as you are toned and uh, honed in rather to her eyes and just uh, staring into her soul right there yeah uh, basically and it's like you know try it at bars people if you're single and that uh, just try those rules with the eye contact anybody you can figure out people so much quicker you don't have less time to deal with people's fucking bullshit you know, and you're not like, today. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you're like all of a sudden you're like, oh god, this guy's an asshole. But you know, you could have figured that out in like two times. Aren't you? Aren't, aren't you glad, Bob, that you're married mm-hmm. and you're not one of these older men like on Tinder mm-hmm. or one of these dating sites trying to meet someone today? I mean, that's fucked. No, I mean, look, I fucking when you ta- tag fucking all the pussy when you're single, it's the greatest fucking thing. Sure, sure. You know, there's never, there's never a shortage of, uh, of uh, you know, as long as you know how to talk and, you know. Yeah, but a lot of these guys on these dating sites, they have fucking nothing, though. They're zero game, yeah. so that's kind of embarrassing. I like that because it always gave me more opportunities because they have no game. They have nothing. They, you know, no they're charisma. boring. Yeah. yeah, nobody, a woman loves to laugh. I Absolutely. don't give a shit what anybody says, you know. 
you can go a long way by being funny. You know, it's true. It, there's no doubt about it. If not, I would go on 90 Day Fiance and get myself like a Thai, a Thailand woman or something. One, you know, one of these countries, and uh, she'd be really hot, and I would give her a dollar. Nice. You How know? generous of you, one dollar, but that goes a long way in a different country, in a third world country. Exactly. Uh, as, long mean, as, not, to, as long as you're not, as long as you're not banging, a, yeah, as long as you're not banging, uh, you know, these, these uh, lady boys out there. And, well, and you know, we all make, we all make that mistake once or twice, you know what I mean? Sometimes more than others. tricky. Yeah, they're, they're tricky, you know what I mean? Yeah, they they're, hide that Adam's they, apple very good, and uh, they it, tuck things yeah, in they, pretty good. Yeah, they look down a lot. They never look up, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. you, you, that's why you're always like, is that a plane going by? And they look up, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's an Adam's apple. And I knew he, he got me again. It's the same guy. Has that ever <laughs> It's the same guy? Has that ever happened to you, though, at, at any time in your life? You're out drinking, doing your thing, you're kind of fucked up, you go, and, you know, you reach under a skirt, and you've feel like yeah. a sack or something that that's never happened to you no but i i we've seen a friend of us that was drunk uh, uh talking to one and of course we had to run over there and not tell him and you know yeah, nice, it, yes. it was just hilarious until <laughs> he found that. out and, and lost it I mean, we'd never tell it we would never ruin something like that. never ruin a good time and you know that actually happened to a friend of mine the whole reaching under a skirt thing did happen to a friend of mine uh, and tj you know, he was mm-hmm. really into this girl and he went to a dark corner and, you know, they were feeling each other, feeling, he was feeling the ass of another man at the time. He thought yeah. it was a woman, but you know, he went under there and, you know, trying to mm-hmm. give a good little, you know, the bowling ball grip there. Yeah. No dice. You know, you just got a handful of a uh, sack there. Yeah. I say that. Oof. That's like, that's like uh, a feeling like your facial expression <laughs> is basically like, holy shit. Jesus, Jesus came back on Easter. You, That's you right. Have the same look, you know. The look you know, of like, astonishment, yes, and uh, yeah. horror and shock. Yeah, like, and God, I can't believe this is happening to my, me. My father would be disappointed. Well, that's what, especially when you have to bring him over for fucking holidays, oh, you know, and explain what happened. Ooh, good lord! And uh, you, you know, we're gonna wrap up here. I am uh, very thankful that you came on here and gave us this time. But of course, this leads me to ask. Um, you know, going back and through history, you know, I've seen so many of clips of you from, you know, back in the day with Howard. And mm-hmm. I, I do recall this one time you did call into the show very irate about uh, one David Chappelle. Um, you know, you were saying, oh, he, yeah. what, what happened there exactly? Did he really lift your material or do you think that was sort of, you know, great that minds think writers? Alike? No, that was his writers. His writers. Okay, I'll explain thing. what happened. You know, no one, no one will take the. Okay, we're we're talking about entertainment, so sure. And uh, anyone anyone takes the bigger person, you know what I mean? Uh, whoever is bigger uh, yeah. is the one that's right because of the fact it's it's a little sucking of the dick. Yeah, they're more okay? popular, so of course they're right. You're wrong. Yeah, and and, and anybody else in entertainment is going to be like hey, it's Dave. But the whole thing, I we were at Caroline T. Camden with his team, you know. Sure. He was hanging out, but his. His uh, his team sat in the audience for the show. You know, Dave was running around. He was backstage. He was at the bar. You know what I mean? And he was he was really cool and all that shit. But you know, all of a sudden, like uh, t- two months later or something like that, one of the jokes is on his thing, mm. and it's like, what the fuck, you know? And but I didn't even know that shit happened like that. But it's such a 
because okay when you look at it you know what i'm talking about yeah. if you say you're a writer okay you're getting paid well you're getting paid well to write for a big show big show yeah what happens when you don't put out the goods you lose your spot exactly so i didn't know that a lot of the times in the business they they would go to clubs and just lift shit get material and, yeah and it's a well-known thing and i had no idea because like i said i wasn't like you know just got into this business i'm just happy the way it's going and i'm like i fucking don't even need an alarm clock anymore it's the greatest fucking thing in the world and i'm enjoying life and it was just it was just something that you know you didn't expect and i just said it and and so he's like you gotta you gotta call in with that and that's the show like something like that you you just you rather keep it to yourself but you know that they're telling you call in he's here call in call in and and yeah i mean it's all instigation it's all to see if this could blow up whatever it was i wouldn't say it was the biggest so they kind of gassed you up in other words too yeah of course i see of course but that's what you're gonna do you're gonna suck whose dick you're gonna suck dave Chappelle or me i was i just started there i hear you i understand (laughs) you i I get you now yeah it's simple you know when you look back at things uh, you know especially in a clear mind you're like holy shit yeah i get it i i totally get it you know and that's one thing about the show sometimes you're a hero sometimes you go home and you had gotten your ass kicked, and that went for everybody. Yeah, that went for everybody. Sometimes you're the yeah. nail, sometimes you're the hammer. Exactly, but that—that's what you know what I mean. You can't be, you can't win all the time, and you can't lose all the time. It's just not good entertainment. Uh, but you know, there was times I was on the longest show that was ever on there because I, I believe it might have went to one o'clock, one thirty because they it was me fighting with everybody somebody would come in they'd say something fucking just to start attacking them boom 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 fucking this somebody else came in surely comes in i go don't you even start you motherfucker <laughs> yeah. and then you know what i mean i go okay and howard goes you're not upset i go no i just sold more fucking tickets to the fucking comedy cabaret saturday night and i'm just fucking but i was furious they got me a hotel room to calm down down the block and then i came back and we sat with tim and everything and i was like yeah i'm, I'm cool but that's what it was it was it, it was emo- real emotions you know what i mean and when you have the real emotions that's going to be the best radio like you're never going to hear anything that i did on sirius xm they edited it all out they will never they're not even allowed to, nobody was allowed to mention my name if guests came on they were told you can't say I believe you. And I just found it to be hilarious. But I mean, whatever, however you deal with something, that's okay. You know what I mean? But I deal with things a certain way, you deal with things a certain way, but you'll never hear it. So you have to listen to anything on YouTube that I I might slip on an episode, but I I don't I don't think that even happens. Right. Yeah. Again, you were on the the best era in my opinion uh, of that show the greatest show on earth i would say it was incredible at one time it was it was uh, it was it was it was it was huge for you know the the kinnison years too like it was different but it was it was huge it was and then the, the you look at it as the arty you know yeah. jackie the, 
Artie. And- Love Jackie too, though. Let's not forget Jackie. Yeah, he was no, pretty goddamn funny. And Fred, Fred, one of the geniuses, just nice guy. Like, you know, I got along with everybody. That's the sad thing. Right now, they probably go, oh, he's a fucking idiot because that that's what you have to say, you know? But I've never did anything to anyone. I never really did anything to anyone. Yeah, they and, really don't mention anybody anymore, any former staff member. But they won't mention me. They, they, they You won't even hear a replay. Yeah, I've never it, heard it, them. It, yeah, I've never heard them mention you again. No, I don't. That's his thing. You know what I mean? That's his thing. When you're done, you're done. That's it. I, think I, even, I just couldn't take it. Yeah, I think even during their whole fight week uh, segments, they do once in a while, they'll still, you know, replace some of those mm-hmm. on Howard 101. And never, I've never heard anything from uh, you there. I always thought, well, why not? Sometimes they'll play something with Artie, but, you know, not Bob. Mm. No. And like the meanest listener thing, you'll never hear. That oh, that's was, right. Yeah, the meanest that listener. Was, that was that was an amazing thing. You could probably hear, see it on YouTube. It was a great, it was, it was, uh, Casey came up with that and it was just like, I, I was on once before that happened and I was like, this is, you know, even, even Casey said, this is like fucking, he goes, you know, I, I kind of came up with this with an idea of you, you know, oh, okay. and I was like, mm-hmm. and it worked out well. I won, you know what I you mean? Did win, because, yeah. And I didn't, uh, I knew it was going to be me or Yucko. I knew that for a fact. And uh, actually, uh, near the end, when I think it was me, him, and somebody else, we knew, we knew it was me or him. And I, and I said, look, yeah, whatever. I go, I'm sure we can both use half the money and whatever. We'll sell the truck. And I said, you want to do that? And he's like, okay. And I won. I had no pressure. I went in there the last time. I had no pressure because it didn't matter who won. Very and, nice. and it went great. When you have no pressure, it's so easy. When you're going for was it twenty five thousand and a fucking Dodge Durango, you fucking you might get a little fucking nervous. But of course, he wanted to win. He told me that yeah, uh, you know, he wanted that title, you know, as much as I did, because it was just an amazing time. Poor Yucko, by the way. Oh, he, got, he, he got it on the well during that time you know when the whole wife thing you know mm. divorce thing i thought that was like it was tough pretty tough for him i bet it, it was tough to see you know what i mean it's like when look one thing it is when you're in love you don't you, you know you don't see anything else absolutely you know? yeah and and it just, I guess it was too fast. And it was like, and she, she was, and if somebody says, well, I don't know if I want to get married, really. Then, then you kind of. That's not a good sign, yeah. It's not a good sign. It's not, it's not like you would maybe not do it if somebody's just a little scared. But, you know, whatever, you know, everything happens for a reason and you move on. Absolutely. And, of course, you were close with uh, Beetlejuice at one time. Mm. Um, you're, are you still in communication with him? Maybe you could bring no. him on. Oh, no. I miss, I miss him so much. Beat. It was, yeah. he, he was at my house. So many, like, he would, he would, he, he didn't know what time it was ever. Like, it, like he, whenever he went to sleep, he went to sleep, he woke up. But he would go outside, like, 4.30 in the morning, like, you know, see my neighbors, maybe go and uh, <laughs> nice. find work or something. And he's like, yeah, I bought the house and uh, I let Bobby so live there. And yeah, he would cook, uh, you know, it, we would we'd watch movies. He, like it, he was a different person when you were with him, you know, because I treated him. I didn't treat him like a joke at all. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's why a lot of times when Beetlejuice came on, uh, when I was up there, I would bring him in because, in fact, I knew how to play him. And they would use they used to film him before, and they go, uh, "Beetle, why are you in a bad mood?" I go, "No, okay, cut it, cut it." I go, I, and I I just went outside. I go, "You're going to film the introduction to Beetlejuice, like we're going into the show after we're done." Yeah, none of this bullshit like this because it would get him in a mood. And I knew how to work him. I knew how to get him going. I knew when Artie was talking shit. I go, hey, "Remember that motherfucker? We're in the car going to the airport." I go, "You remember fucking?" Uh, he fell off the stage, that fat motherfucker. And, and I, I go, hold on, Howard wants to talk to you. And I, I call up, get Beetle on. He goes, oh, you fat motherfucker. He goes, you fell off the motherfucking stage. Yeah. But all you had to do, like we even did it live when we did the shows, uh, you just had to get him going like, and, and lead him. He knew what to do, you know? He, he, you know, he knew he, he's funny. I mean, he he's funny. He he may be a little fucked up in that shit, but he always wanted to be a man. He's a man, and he'll tell you that. And you know, like like he would sometimes, like like when he would come on the road, I would hand his check to his management. He would see me paying. You know what I mean, people? And he goes, "Where's mine?" And I go. So then I came up with an idea. I go, "Well, we're gonna." I, I go, "I got to give it to them, but I'm gonna get you pictures, headshots, sell them for twenty dollars each." And then he started doing that, and he would have a wad of fucking money. And he would buy a new cell phone every week. He would buy batteries. He would go and go, I'm going to go get us some Chinese food. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And he'd come back with, like, fucking $120 worth of Chinese food. And he'd be like, ah! That's so funny. But it made him happy. So it it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't matter what he he did with his money because the other money was taken care of. This was just to make him feel like a man, like right. you know, like he should be getting paid. That's true. He should he should have it. Uh, but it was it was it was it was a fun time. I'll yeah, tell you that. I, I had I no mean, idea so, you were that close to a beat. Well, I was with him. I I did spend a lot of time. We shared rooms and that, and 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 just hung out and flew together. And I learned and. And drove with him, but I learned, you know, it's like, okay, they say he's going to shit his pants or he's going to piss himself. We go to the airport. I'm like, I got to take a leak. Let's, let's go take a leak before. You did it a certain way. You didn't say like a child. You got it. And he didn't have these problems anymore. You understand? Right. So it's like, it's it's a matter of just seeing. It's like any any other person. Like, you know what I mean? You see, you see things in them. And you you know things that are going to take them to a different, you know, it's going to piss them off or not piss them off. Or, you know, you know, you got to know how to deal with people. For sure. Well, that's, that sucks that you are no longer really in communication with a uh, beetle. And yeah, um, he's in Georgia. He's living it up. I mean, he might be a farmer or something now, but you know, he was on, you know, he did it from, with uh, Bobby took him. They were, they were at a hotel, you know, Bobby, Bobby loves him and takes Sean took care of him. And, you know, he had the time of his life. He and he's and he's still doing it. Looks, you know, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, I he's still him, out there. He he was on uh, Stir not long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, with Bobby, and it was like a, it was it was great. You know, it was great to hear. His, it, I love the videos. I, I Bobby posts them all the time when he does see him. He films stuff and puts it out there, 
and uh, he's having the time of his life. So, I love that. I like hearing that. Um, you know, he's still good out there. I already kind of already knew that he was doing quite well for himself and still continuing. Um, you know, he, he's still not going uh, to all of these places, but thanks to you know the internet, he can do it remotely now. Yeah, because you know it's like. I mean, he was crazy sometimes on the road. It was horrible, sure. you know, but it was, it, you know, he wanted to take a fucking bus home from California one time or something, and he left uh, the room at like two in the morning. It's very hard to communicate with somebody that's screaming at you and two feet high. That's true. And, uh, yeah, but it was like, but you can't, when you look back at it, even at the moment, it, it was like, this is something that, not many people, not many people at all could say that they lived this kind of life. That's absolutely and, correct. And, and yeah. had this much fun and, and just the insanity and the power of that show. We could do anything at a club, anything. Yeah, that's badass to go through that. I'm glad you experienced uh, that, that part of life that no mm -hmm. one really, you know, not many people are fortunate to achieve that sort of thing, that kind of freedom to go around and uh have that much fun and you know get paid for it yeah it, it was it was incredible because when you look back at it you know i ate fucking i ate savannah samson's ass on stage at caroline's and you know what they did they smiled you yeah. know why because it was going to be on the howard stern show the next day you understand it was yeah. that's how powerful he was that's insane and of course i well now i i think you probably aren't eating ass out on stage now that you're you know married with gina i don't think she would appreciate that but if i i might bring it back who, who, yeah, knows? who knows i mean i i think this fucking country needs it more than ever more ass eating on stage mm -hmm. I, well you could be the man to bring it back Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I would commend you to do so if uh, hopefully the, the wife doesn't get too angry with you. Hey, listen, man, it's business. And wouldn't it be funny if Dave Chappelle started doing it before I started back doing it? That would be, <laughs> that would, that would be great if he did. And of course, the miserable I need a man. woman to come up here so I can eat something. <laughs> that sounds just like, I thought it was him. No, no, I, I'm horrible. I, I do impressions on uh, miserable men and they're so bad that they're funny well that sounded kind of <laughs> like him to me i just heard him not long ago really i yes i i hear he's always like yeah he's got that sort of the twang going on but yes the yeah. miserable men show by the way every wednesday night on patreon that's where you can go patreon.com forward slash mm -hmm. the miserable men show you could check out bob levy and brent hatley by the way and mike mm -hmm. and mark and truly yeah, and Izzo runs it, and he's unbelievable with the sound effects and just fucking pictures coming up. And, and we have Lenny on there who basically drank his own cum to be a member of the show. Wow, that sounds like uh, what's going on at the Howard Stern Show now. Yeah, but they are coming on it. hats now. and Yeah, but no, they, he drank it. He drank it. Oh, he drank it. What a soldier. He drank it once when we weren't looking, like I was looking, but he did it real quick to get it all. I go, we got that's not the rule, so he had to do it again the next week. Well, that's that's the the proper thing to do, and that's the proper thing to do. At it's least you know he's timing. a soldier. Yes, it's all yeah. about timing. And he ruined it by not going. He goes, oh, I didn't see that because there's no script. It's like we're saying, let let's tell this story, set it up, and then you do it. it, it it's simple. You just follow it. That's right. And of course, are you going to bring uh, Kevin on the show? Kevin Brennan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely, he would be perfect on that show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to bring that up tonight too. About, yeah, ask him. Uh, 
I, I would love to have Kevin Brennan on there because he, he's just too much. I love him. I love him. He's the most honest person in the world. And comedians attack him because like, he, he gets physically attacked because of the fact that people, people hate the truth, man. They really do. <laughs> yeah and he fires people up that's for sure you know i i am a big fan of kevin and yeah. you know i do like a lot of his work i've seen plenty of his videos yeah listen to him on burning bridges you know i love the show love that he's that honest and of course i like that mm-hmm. he takes shots at other comedians that's kind of you know what i miss um there's a lot of comedians out there that i don't like i despise mm-hmm. i think they're fucking talentless hacks <laughs> they stink so many of them do and a lot mm-hmm. of people are afraid to say that. And if you do, people will say, oh, you're just jealous. They're, well, they're more yeah, popular. They have more money than you. So you know, that's why you say these things. And it's like, fuck no. Trust me. I, I just don't care for these people. Comedy exactly. should be funny. And uh, a lot of these co- comics out there aren't. But um, yes, no. you'll be touring with him. And uh, you do have a show coming up Friday with, uh, yeah. I, I believe, um, him. And uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, Joe Conti, uh, a good friend of mine, and, uh, and, and you know, we're just going to rock it out. We're going to be at the uh, Tiff's Comedy Club in Morris Plains. It's a, a you know, it's not a big place. It's a, it, the owner is great. He loves comedy. It's a really good place to see a show. And then Saturday we're doing something in PA and like near Philly, but that, and that's sold out, I think, so. You know, and then we're really going to start getting, we're going to be in Vineland on Vineland, New Jersey, the next Saturday, me and Kevin and a, a few other people doing some, uh, some kind of benefit thing, but you can get tickets on, yeah, I, it might be on kevinbrennan.com, uh, the Vineland thing, but, uh, you know, we're just having fun and, uh, we'll be, we'll be going big time, uh, you know, big time and full time, you know, by September. Very good. Very good. Well, once again, it's a honor and pleasure to have you here, Bob. It was fun to talk to you and, you know, go down memory lane for a while here. And before I let you go, uh, any final words or predictions of what's going to happen here at the end of uh, 2022? Uh, Any celebrities you think are going to check out? Uh, Let's see. Uh, I would have to say uh, somebody who's thrown their weight around a lot and they're always on. I'm going to go with, is it Lizzo? I'm going to go like uh, pretty high odds of if I won this one, I get a lot of money. Is it Lizzo, the, the, the big girl? I think so. Yeah. I, I have a feeling she's going to choke on food like Mama Cass or something. Uh, Let's keep but, her fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling Pete Rose is going to go because I was thinking the other day, they're not going to let this motherfucker in the Hall of Fame. They're going to, you know, and, and they're going to wait maybe one day after he dies and then they're going to put him in. But but he's gonna, I, I just thought that the other day. So I'm going to I'm going to go with those two. Those are the two big ones. And uh uh, and the person that killed uh, Bob Saget. Oh, my, yeah. That's yeah. another thing I forgot to bring up here. Bob Saget mysteriously uh, dies with a blunt trauma to the head. I, I, I'm calling what I called right off the... Well, once I heard that... That's what like, I heard, yeah. Uh, when, I, when you hurt your head, the first thing you would do is basically call your family, right? Right. You, know, you don't go to sleep. Uh so I've been saying a hooker did it. You know, because sometimes uh, things go wrong and they're, they're, they're not the most, uh, you know, secure, normal people walking the earth. And uh, I, I believe something went bad and he might have got hit by a lamp or something and, and or 
maybe a metal lamp or metal something and something happened. I think he got whacked for sure. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, imagine if Bob Saget was the head of the mafia. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that? And it comes out. It's like that motherfucker. Holy shit. He got all of us. Can you believe that? That'd I be mean, insane. That would, you know, but uh, did something embarrassing happen? Because the family don't want it out. You know? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right about that. I think there's yeah. a lot more to the story. Oh, it totally is. And it's like, you know, if they would, if shit comes out about anybody that dies, it should come out then. You know what I mean? Because if somebody does an autopsy, you get the results and, you know, they're out there somewhere, right? You probably can find them online or something of almost anyone that died with an autopsy, right? I and Bob, say. if you end up dead anytime soon after this mm-hmm. interview, you, you weren't suicidal for the record. Um, obviously, no. you, you love your life. So <laughs> something bad yeah. definitely happened to you if you end up, you know, just being uh, found dead, in other words. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, with the... For the record. Check, yeah, just check out in, in case on my TV if I have uh, a lot of full house episodes <laughs> saved in storage. You know, but something something happened. It's sad, you know. It's it's really sad because he he was looking forward to going out again, and you know, at least he didn't die in a shitty hotel. That's true. You know, not many comics could have fucking you know. Some of them, you know, uh, fucking it was a fucking days well, in. Well, Chris Farley you know? went out in a good hotel. Yeah. If you're gonna go out, you got to go out. You know, even fucking John Belushi, right? I mean, yeah. It was like you can't go out at a day's end. No, it, no, it just, no. It, no matter how good you are, it just kind of it takes everything away. And it it kind of does. Uh, kind of does. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. it loses some steam there if you go out that way. Yeah, like a Howard Johnson's. Oh man, can you imagine that Motel Seven? Mm. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, the, the one down the road from Motel Six. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> my god bob well once again you know it's always fun to hear your voice uh you know i've heard you for years so this is pretty awesome to have you on the show always a honor and pleasure to hear you here or anywhere that for that matter but yes check out uh, bob levy's show great guy great comic check him out ladies and gentlemen and um again before i let you go uh, any any final words no i just like to thank you you know you're very good at this you know it was just very smooth and uh very enjoyable and you have you have a tender voice that should be paid for it and not held back money i agree that i agree i i definitely need to get on the ball with these people these agents these uh the managers here Mm -hmm. you know all these people that i want to strangle with my heart not physically just with my heart but yes uh these people definitely causing me a a headache here and wanting me to go out like bob saget you know i want to hit my head and go to sleep (laughs) yes yeah it's amazing it is so once again bob (laughs) love talking to you my friend We'll, we'll do this again sometime absolutely brother thank you so much for having me and there he goes boys and girls that was the reverend bob levy legend the legendary bob levy i should say that was a good time a fun time we weren't here for a long time we were here for a good time as you know we're going to wrap it up here and again i do want to thank all of you out there those on patreon.com forward slash michael deacon yes that is where gold falls from the sky you can check out all the great content there and of course those of you on youtube we love that you're here listening to the free show but of course patreon.com forward slash michael deacon that is also where things go down. We love it there. We would love for you to come over. Very low price. 
$3, $4, $5, whatever you got, we'll take whatever you got. We're not too picky about that. But once again, I do want to thank all of you for checking out the show. The newer listeners out there, please subscribe here. We would like that. If not, that's cool too. But we'd rather have you subscribe and enjoy the ride with us here. Once again, folks, thank you so much for pressing play. We will do this again on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.